Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Not So Tough Med Talks. So uh, for today's session, we are sitting in front of hospital mortuary and recording this. It's um, one hour past twelve p.m. God forbid it should be that of the a.m. And it's nice. I mean, this place is solemn and silent. So today we have a new guest with us. He is none other than my friend, firstly, and then my co-intern, uh, Narish Astri. So hi, Narish. Hello, Vic. Good afternoon. So I mean, thanks for uh, accepting to be the guest hey, in the thanks, show. Thanks, man. Thanks anytime. Actually, uh, this part of you, you know, which is outgoing, mm-hmm. which is you know, you're a person who is good with novelty. You come up with new stuff, and you're always inspired. So that is something that. inspired me to you know kind of start start this podcast so thanks man and so uh, when we were talking about uh, the topic for today's episode you were thinking of inflammation so what were, what was actually going on in your mind inflammation what textbook tells us is rubber calor dollar tumor yeah those the thing is inflammation it's, it's there everywhere it's a natural way of body trying to heal itself or to tackle the foreign body that has uh, arrived and to get rid of it our bodies are capable of dealing with inflammation in a short spurt and we are not used to exposing ourselves to chronic inflammation today the main topic that i'm going to talk about is chronic inflammation during the thousands of years of evolutionary history our human body got adapted to acute phase of inflammation and acute phase of stress adrenaline but since given 21st century and the lifestyle we are we are all having something called chronic inflammation and chronic stress mm. and that is taking a toll on our body mm. we'll be getting to that soon mm. so i'll be starting with uh, things that we consider as food but it is actually not food and this is actually triggering inflammation in our body oh. right like food particles that we ingest a uh, food that we think that uh, everybody eats on a daily basis okay that is alarming huh what might that food be and if you ask uh, it's white flour right refined white flour we call it maida mm-hmm. call it corn it comes in parotta alone uh-huh. uh-huh. and then seed oil right like soy corn safflower palm oil mm. and trans fats which hydrogenated oil and excess sugar which we are all guilty of by the way yeah <laughs> which i'm drinking right now <laughs> and then artificial color all these uh, they're actually not food mm-hmm. uh, but why do you call this as not food i we see you know uh, white maidas that you told right mm-hmm. with parottas it comes and uh, even noodles no noodles yeah, it's there it's there everywhere uh. cake and all <laughs> okay uh, uh. the reason is mm-hmm. food is something that should uh, nourish you that should help you build build up anabolism mm-hmm. and white flour right there is nothing but sugar in it mm-hmm. when they refine it mm-hmm. they get rid of the external bar which mm-hmm. contains all the nutrients nutrients vitamin e etc mm-hmm. and it's not there right mm-hmm. and in seed oil these seed oil are extracted at very high temperatures say mm-hmm. 260 degrees celsius mm-hmm. and uh, when these liquids are heated to such an extent they lose the nutritive value in it and mm-hmm. uh, when you deep fry food in that uh, it will generate something called aldehyde products mm-hmm. which are uh, pro inflammatory and they cause peroxidation cascade what is this para- peroxidation cascade that's a big word for me okay what is this peroxidation cascade uh right there is cell mm-hmm. cell membrane mm-hmm. cell membrane is made up of fat right mm-hmm. 
and uh, this fat there are three two kinds of fat one is healthy fat which is omega 3 mm. and then there is unhealthy fat omega 6 mm. uh, the ratio is the key thing it's not that omega 6 is bad omega 3 is good it's the proper ratio which makes it good bad so it should be kind of balanced uh, or balanced, balanced. Yes. Okay. so this seed oil uh, they contain excess amount of omega 6 Hmm. which triggers peroxidation cascarin which le which leads to cell autophagy the cell automatically kills itself hmm. because of the excess uh, that's like a punching hole on a skin right when hmm. there's hole in the skin things leak out of it and things that shouldn't enter enter it and then hmm. ultimately the cell dies hmm. and this seed oil when they are heated and hydrogenated hmm. right PUFAS we here normally bought American standard diet tells us that carbohydrates are really good and uh, like it should be the main source of your nutrient and then PUFAS polyunsaturated fatty acids they are good but that is not the truth polyunsaturated fatty acids are not good mm. it is saturated fatty acids which are available in uh, ghee mm. pig lard mm. beef tallow mm. that was the earlier uh, Fats that were okay. used by our ancestors mm. to deep fry food. Mm. All this seed oil and all it came later. And mm. trans fat, which is also very deadly, by the way, mm. which is uh, synthesized by injecting mm. hydrogen atoms mm. to non-edible oil, mm. and that is uh, leading to creation of something called trans fat, which doesn't exist in nature, which is foreign to our body, right? Mm. So this triggers all the inflammation. Speaking of inflammation now. Uh, it's pain, rubber, calor, dollar and tumor. You can refer textbook also for yeah, this. This reminds me of physiology. <laughs> I used to wonder what dollar is. What dollar? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. And then it leads to a bunch of uh, immune reaction wherein histamine, serotonin, everything is released and interleukin, thromboxane, mm -hmm. lot of new words. <laughs> it was quite difficult a task to remember all the pathways. But, yeah, and all when you were back in physiology. No? Second year. Yeah. It all seemed like French and Latin. <laughs> hmm. So, we were talking about the triggers of inflammation, right? Mm. right? So, let us get back to it. Where was it? We were talking about uh, omega, 6 omega 6 and then alcohol. Alcohol is also a good, uh, it's not a good, it's a bad thing that triggers inflammation. Yeah. Inflammation, it can occur anywhere. Anything ending with itis is inflammation. Anything ending? Uh, itis. With itis, itis, right? Like, yes. uh, Diverticulitis, colitis, gastritis, mm. and smoking is also causing severe inflammation in lung alveolar tissue. Mm. So, did you know this fact? Every time someone inhales a smoke, uh, drag of smoke, it uh, they're inhaling 10 to the power of 8 molecules of pro-inflammatory compounds. Is it? Yeah, 10 to the power of 8. I just read it in some article. Damn. Okay. Oh. So that causes alveolitis, bronchitis. That, that puts stress on the body, right? It has to build, it has to also fight unnecessary battles mm. and that will weaken it. Mm. Uh, so we'll get back to how, how to avoid all this and how to take care of ourselves better in some time. And then also what pharmacology taught us is steroid is anti-inflammatory. That is actually true, but there is a catch. Steroids are anti-inflammatory only in higher doses mm. and with the lifestyle that we are living with this low-grade constant chronic inflammation mm. that is acting against us it is reduce, it is reducing our immunity mm. it is creating inflammation it is creating joint pain it is creating brain fog mm. so many things that we we normally don't attribute these minor things to inflammation mm. 
but the actual root cause analysis reveals that it is inflammation of different part of the body which is uh, say inflammation of joint is causing immobility issues mm. inflammation of uh, gut is causing digestive issues mm. this gluten sensitivity mm. all these different things so the steroid that you're talking right now is exogenous or endogenous that the body produces endogenous see there is some addison disease is a yeah. condition yeah. when yeah. there is low levels of uh, steroids in our body because of this uh, low levels which are which is causing more inflammation there should be a balance homeostasis right mm. if there is some amount of steroids the more steroids the less immune activity mm-hmm. the less steroids the more immune activity and inflammation mm-hmm. is by more unwanted immune activity mm-hmm. true that true that that's where chronic uh, inflammation chronic comes in like which acute? is a large which is a great, large killer by the way exactly So acute is actually something which is trying to help the condition, mm. but when it mm. comes to chronic, it is it is actually overdoing it, mm. right? constantly kill- overdoing it and killing the body in a slow way, like yes, slow yes. Way. Mm. And then one more thing that surprised me was gallbladder issues can uh, inflammation of gallbladder, mm. cholangitis, colitis, yeah. cholangitis, not colitis. So ah. that is also no, no, I was thinking of gallbladderitis. Uh, so the skull bladder, mm. when it is inflamed, uh, it will also cause lot of cause lot of digestive issues. Mm. We we may not absorb fat properly if there are skull bladder issues, and if you are not absorbing fat, you are not absorbing fat soluble vitamins, mm. which is causing its own you know, cascade of events. Mm. And then uh, then let us get back to the sugar, which is uh, the ultimate inflammatory. Mm. agent mm. during the course of our evolutionary history we were just exposed to small quantities of sugar except for honey mm, and fruits and fruits mm. and nowadays what we are eating is high fructose corn syrup and then dextrose then what i'm sugar. having in my hand coca cola cola <laughs> Once or twice it's fine, but yeah. when we make a habit out of it, like drinking it every day, mm. then we are putting stress on our insulin, mm. insulin pathways, and our pancreas, mm. and uh, insulin resistance. Did you guys know, by the way, that we could actually reverse type two diabetes? Oh, with proper diet and proper uh, mm. the diet alone, diet alone, mm. insulin resistance. Mm. We reverse the insulin resistance, then we can. Thanks to our screening methods, early screening. screening. Uh-huh. Yes. And then now, uh, let us talk how we can reduce inflammation or how we can help our body fight, fight, in fight back fight inflammation. Back. Mm-hmm. Right. So how 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 can we exactly go about it? Mm-hmm. How how does the body like? It's something that we have to do by ourselves, or it's something that the body takes care it takes care of it by itself. If you provide right nutrients to the body, then it can. Okay. Mm-hmm. can take care of itself right uh there are a lot of uh, pills these days available called antioxidant pills everywhere mm. but uh, antioxidant pills they are double edged sword double double edged sword okay double edged sword so at times it might be helpful mm. but at times it might also cause inflammation oh mm-hmm. okay mm. Right, that all vitamin C. What is vitamin C? By the way, ascorbic acid. Ascorbic acid. acid. Huh. Actually, vitamin C. It's a complex. Ascorbic mm. acid is just one part of it. There is some other coenzymes oh. which are needed along with ascorbic acid huh. to function properly. Mm. 
Hmm. So if we are just consuming ascorbic acid, thinking it's helping my body, it is not helping. Hmm. So we might as well uh, replace vitamin C pills by some citrus fruits, guava, hmm. which huh. contains all the bioamines which help uh, vitamin C function properly. Vitamin C is an anti-inflammatory, by the way. Vitamin D, vitamin E, all consumed in its natural form hmm. are uh, helpful. Mm. and i think that's also more sensible i mean why go give money and buy a vitamin c capsule when you can consume citrus fruits citrus fruits right and you're Make also getting the dietary food. fiber yeah yeah true that true that mm. dark veggies mm. leafy vegetables green leafy vegetables mm. carrot which is uh, we all know right it's good for yeah. uh, well, if if you're a person who's struggling to eat the green leafy vegetables just think of papaya and <laughs> if carrots didn't think of box bunny everything works and water works for you <laughs> okay ha huh. beetroot and one more good source of anti inflammatory is uh, dhf fishes salmon which contains all the essential omega 3 fatty acids which mm. is ultimate anti inflammatory by the way mm. when you are putting the right kind of fatty acid on cell membrane mm. then it can resist inflammation when you are mm. putting the wrong kind of fatty acid wrong kind of trans fat mm. omega 6 then that will obviously lead to further exacerbation of the already mm. present inflammation so we have mm. to put in right kind of food for the body to function in right way mm. and then uh, other uh, anti inflammatory foods are uh, turmeric mm. turmeric which contains curcumin mm. and then cinnamon which contains cinnamon aldehyde which mm. is an anti bacterial compound mm. and cloves mm mm-hmm. and another rich source of uh, good food is bone broth bone broth is rich in collagen collagen you know right it is the building block of life it's there everywhere collagen bone broth uh, in colloquial words is it bone soup ah bone, bone <laughs> okay soup. bone soup we went and had the ah. other day no? <laughs> all right bone soup ah. bone soup mm. and then that bone marrow mm. and uh, liver mm. and you know by the way iron supplements are uh, very toxic and irritant to the body hmm like in obg postings we were giving mm-hmm. uh, intravenous iron right ha huh. it's very corrosive and it uh, leads to development of uh, plaques all around the arteries uh, yeah the yeah i think at a at a later stage like if you're consuming excess iron even after the requirement is reached mm-hmm. uh, it causes gastritis right yes yes so again inflammation height is over there a lot of uh, yeah. lot of cheap uh, mm. supplements like uh, iron supplements if you are consuming the wrong kind of iron that mm. lead to mm. you have to and one thing that we can replace instead of wrong kind of iron compounds is we can always consume uh, spleen extract spleen capsules liver okay. capsules okay okay which uh-huh. contains uh, iron which is in bioabsorbable form right like mm. heme heme mm. is a good source of iron and uh, Protein. I think fatus uh, sulfate. I think after this episode, uh, Nareesh will put out uh, like put out pharma pharma pharmacy companies <laughs> out of their job. <laughs> All right, but okay. there's a nexus, Vivek. Uh, mm. This farmers do big pharma, big mm. agriculture. Mm. They are all not our well wishers. Mm. They just want money because of this capitalism everywhere. Right? It's just money, greed. Mm. There's not much values these days. You might be aware. A lot of people listening to this podcast are aware, right? What all is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can supplement pills with, uh, as Narish told, uh, right? Pills or natural, things? natural th- diets. It's actually good, right? Mm-hmm. You can make uh, tasty curries and recipes out of liver and spleen. 
which you can't make out of uh, peric peric yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and then uh, you can also consume how many of your fruit lovers here by the way i i guess 8 out of 10 9 out of 10 ah yeah obviously yeah i was thinking of my favorite fruit though <laughs> which i don't have any you don't have any favorite fruit hey come on i i, I think maybe custard apple custard apple yeah uh, it's a good source of micronutrients by mm. custard apple my favorite fruit is pineapple ah pineapple tinji flavor to it Mm. Pineapple contains something called bromelain, which mm. is a proteolytic compound. Mm. Even papaya also contains pepin, which is proteolytic, and mm. they are all used in tender meat tenderizer. Mm. They are used as meat tenderizer. Probably you guys are aware of it to mm. soften the meat and to make it more tasty and uh, mm. tender. Pineapple, uh, after say suppose somebody has consumed a hefty non-veg meal, after eating a heavy meal of anand dum biryani. <laughs> pineapple juice will go a long way and help us digest all the meat. I mean I should I should try that on the biryani too. For that only people get up early in the morning yeah, and go 6 o'clock 6:30 <laughs> you should yeah. try it we'll all we'll go together. Yeah. I mean uh, for the, the listeners over in Hoskate guys you should really try it. So I think it's on YouTube also. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that bald dude with the cap he, he has gone. That is how I got to know about it. He reviews no yeah, he reviews. Yeah yeah. Okay so you guys check out and uh, after checking that shop or probably i think probably they'll come up with uh, you know requesting us to sponsor their shop <laughs> hopefully we get that thing okay so and after that you guys as nourished will have pineapple juice please Continue. and then right there are people who are not uh, eating non veg and they are also they also need uh, omega 3 fatty acids and people they can always soak chia seeds in water for minimum of 20 minutes And then once the chia seeds are hydrated, you can just consume it, make smoothie out of it. And then there are fl- there is flax seeds, but flax seeds is it's a very hard shell, and if you do not grind before consuming it, then you are not going to absorb any of the omega threes. Mm. So better grind it freshly and then utilize it in smoothies and some desserts, mm. and then consume it rather than consuming it uh, raw. Like raw. and avoid processed foods hmm um, i think i should kick the can which is right next to me now i feel so guilty <laughs> drinking coca cola yeah, we have all been there yeah <laughs> that's comforting and this inflammation it's not going to affect us in one two days one month hmm. say suppose 5 years 10 years hmm. continuously your body is undergoing all this constant inflammation and uh, at mm. one part of time it it gets exhausted it gives up and then all of the issues all the issues starts popping up one by one mm. you have knee pain you mm. can't move your body mm. and then you get diabetes mm. you get uh, dyslipidemia mm. you get arteries plaque mm. you get it uh, brain fog mm. so this is the problem with chronic diseases so i was browsing uh, youtube the other day right and then i happened to discover dr sten ekberg sten ekberg sten ekberg okay and the video title top 10 foods you should never eat again mm. right and it's a major spoiler by the way i made my friends watch this half an hour long video and every time they eat something they are feeling guilty now <laughs> all right so you guys be careful i mean yeah. disclaimer if you guys aren't uh, going to um, 
if you guys are like so much into college i mean the food that you get around college then you might really not want to watch this not want to watch but this is a <laughs> step that you might want to take if you want to start eating healthy True. so yeah so go for that 30 minute long video to wrap it up guys don't eat anything don't drink anything <laughs> <laughs> just go just do fasting <laughs> it doesn't really mean that <laughs> I mean yeah you should you should now and then you guys should try really try fasting intermittent you know? fasting right like we've said yeah yeah intermittent fasting actually i tried intermittent fasting you know sometimes it's actually good when you guys uh, leave your stomach a little empty for probably 6 hours to 12 hours it actually helps your stomach to you know uh, refresh and rejuvenate i mean you guys should try it now maybe if you guys don't eat for a night and wake up in the morning you i i kind of feel fresh and i kind of feel mm-hmm. energetic ketosis right that yeah. mild ketosis that yes, yes 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 small one so yeah so uh, you should try but uh, don't quote me if something happens i'm just being subjective over here so yeah so uh, as um, narish was telling the alternatives for it could be you know consuming liver and being mindful of what you're consuming yes that's yes. the starting point don't give in to peer pressure if it's a good peer pressure where all of your friends are consuming fruits then please go ahead <laughs> and not like drinking cans over here like me <laughs> and energy drinks right during exam times i've seen many of my that cramming they're studying for the exam and they're gulping down energy drink upon red bull upon red bull <laughs> i'm guilty really not healthy guys i stand guilty <laughs> all right mm, so any any uh, closing remarks that you want to give nadish mm, be mindful of what what you eat and uh, stay healthy stay safe mm. and uh, we cannot tell our patients to follow strict diet regimen when we ourselves are uh, lagging behind yeah. and the people imbibe us by our actions and not our words so yes. we have to and in order to mean what we say we should actually follow it follow it, follow it. so that wraps up our today's episode guys so um thanks narish for sharing such a valuable information and i was you know i'm just sitting opposite you and i was dumbstruck and you know you know uh, many new things that you told which was uh, inspiring and narish has give us a headshot i mean now i i'll feel guilty whenever i'm consuming a can of uh, beverage of carbonated beverage so sorry for spoiling <laughs> so many foods you guys <laughs> all right so hey guys but again um uh, we should do the disclaimer right? mm-hmm. we should do the disclaimer definitely yes all the information that is being presented here is complementary to your academic uh, stuff you guys have to read the textbook please and then uh, write whatever is mentioned in the textbook mm. and don't like you know uh, in your exam papers don't put us in inverted commas and write narish shastri or vivek atsar or this please don't do that <laughs> <laughs> all right so um uh all the information that we shared here will be put in the show notes of the episode i mean show notes in the in the uh website in the not so tough met talks website you can you know you guys can access it and have a look at it for yourself so that takes to the end and you know uh, we're just starting out so if you guys would uh, after listening to this we guys would love to be a part of it be a guest or support us you're free to do so there's a button in the website where you can you know kind of click that you want to uh, be a guest and i'm open to it please please do join us we'll be glad also please feel free to reach us on in instagram 
You can follow me, the host, under the handle Dr. Vivek Hudson, and uh, today's guest under the handle Narish underscore S H A S one two three. It will go a long way in encouraging us and keep us going. So this uh, this entire episode, we uh, made it in front of a mortuary. So if you guys happen to hear a third voice other than our two voices, then you know what to think of. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you get what it is. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, and it was a pleasure, you know, making this episode for you. It actually meant a lot to me, and it kind of pushes me to make more episodes like this. So please go on and share your support, and I mean, not share your support, share your support. So thanks, thanks for again. See you on another episode. Bye bye.